You're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to today's show. I'm diving right in as usual because I personally hate small talk and chit chat. And when I want to learn something, I don't want to hear a bunch of random stories beforehand. I'm like, give me the goods and let me get on my way. Today, we're diving into five mistakes to avoid when creating and launching a course. I explained why you should create your own course in the last episode, so if you aren't sold on the idea yet, go listen to that episode to learn why you are leaving money on the table and working harder than you should be if you don't have a course. But there are a few things to consider and do before getting to work. Because you don't want to pour your heart and time into a course that doesn't sell. But don't worry, I'm going to break down the most common mistakes course creators make when crafting their courses and launching them in this episode. And before we dive into the goods, I am hosting a free course creation challenge to help you identify your most profitable course topic, outline your curriculum, create a launch plan, and much, much more. It is completely free, and I will be delivering tons of tangible action steps so you walk away with a clear plan you are confident in. To secure your spot in the free challenge, click the link in the show notes, and I'll see you there. Alrighty, now let's go over the five mistakes to avoid. First mistake, not doing market research to see what your audience needs and wants. You might be super passionate about a topic and decide to create a course on it. But just because you are passionate about that topic, it doesn't mean your audience is passionate about it too. So the first thing you need to do is conduct market research to see what your current audience needs and wants. My first course came out of requests from my followers. I was in network marketing and I had so many people in other network marketing companies, as well as women who had no interest in network marketing, but were running their own businesses, asking me for access to the training course I had created for my own network marketing team, which covered branding, selling, and social media. And in addition to all of the requests I was getting, I did a little market research and I asked my audience if they'd be interested in a course that taught them how to monetize their social media accounts. And that's how my first course was birthed. For each of my subsequent courses, I did market research, surveys, as well as polls in my Instagram stories to determine what my audience was struggling with and what they'd be interested in. So it's really important to validate your idea, to ensure that the audience you have now will actually buy what you are offering. And it's important that your offer comes at the right time, meaning your audience is at a point where they are ready for that kind of course. Yes, your audience will evolve over time as you grow it through engaging with your ideal clients and as you create more content for your ideal clients. 
But if you want to make money sooner rather than later, you have to consider the people you have in your audience right now, since they are the ones who are going to be buying it. Skipping this market research step is a critical mistake and it will cost you tons of time and energy. Yet it's easy to assume what your audience will want and respond to. But assumptions aren't guarantees or facts. Instead of assuming people will buy a course and then spending so much time creating it, first conduct market research to determine if this is in fact something your audience wants, if it's something they are actually struggling with, if it's something they truly want to invest time and money into. Your market research questions will vary depending on your offer and your audience. You could start with some Instagram polls in your stories and ask a series of questions to see if your audience is actually struggling with the topic you want to create a course on. Then end with a poll asking your audience if they would actually invest in a course or a resource to fix that problem. For example, maybe you want to create a course on blogging. You could ask the following poll questions. Number one, do you currently have a blog? Yes or no? Do you want to create a blog? Yes, I'm dying to. Nah, not for me. Do you want to monetize a blog? Oh my gosh, that's the dream. Or nah, not right now. What is holding you back from creating your blog? Not sure where to start. Too afraid. And then you could end with, if there was a step-by-step resource that walked you through creating your blog and then monetizing it, would you buy it? Hell yes. Or Nah. If all of the answers indicate that your audience has no interest in blogging, then creating a course on blogging wouldn't be the best use of your time right now. Now that doesn't mean you can't create it. It means you need to build an audience that would buy it. More on that coming soon. And as I said, you can build your audience with your ideal clients. You should be doing that. You should be seeking your ideal client avatars on Instagram, engaging with them, bringing them to your page. But obviously that takes time. It takes time to build the no like trust factor, which as I've said time and time again is key to making sales online. Now, in contrast, if your audience indicates through those polls that they are interested in buying a course, then you can take it a step further and create a market research survey through Google Forms and have some open-ended questions on there that ask more specific questions that illuminate your audience's desires, hesitations, and needs. Then you use that data, all of their responses, to create a course that meets their needs so you know they're going to buy it. And then you use their words from that survey in your marketing, on your sales page, in your marketing posts, in your stories. And then they feel seen, they feel heard. They say, wow, she's in my head. That's exactly what I'm thinking. So the bottom line is, don't just go and create a course assuming it will sell. Do market research before you do anything so that you validate your idea and you have a clear understanding of what your audience actually wants. The second mistake is not nurturing your list or having a list. I say this all the time, the money is in the list and that is your email list. 
I launched my first course when all of my social media accounts had been hacked and hijacked. But I was still able to have an insane cash infusion because I had been building my list and nurturing it for months. And here's exactly how I was able to do that. A few months prior to launching my course, I knew I needed to increase my warm prospects and create a list of people who would be interested in my course. So I hired someone to create a lead magnet for me in the form of a quiz. A fellow entrepreneur, Linda, had just launched her own business creating quizzes as lead magnets. So she created an amazing quiz for me titled, Were You Born to Be an Influencer? I have linked Linda's information in the show notes of this episode. So if you want to reach out to her, if you want to take one of her quizzes, I have linked it there so you can get the full experience. Anyway, Linda created this incredible quiz for me. I promoted that quiz through ads months before I actually launched my course. I didn't spend a lot of money on ads. I had a really small budget. And that quiz alone brought in almost 14,000 leads in just a few months. We're talking two and a half, three months. That's 14,000 people who had raised their hands and said, hey, I'm interested in being an influencer, which was perfect because the course I was leading them to, the course I was creating at the time was Influencer Prep Academy. After they took the quiz, they were provided with a free color palette that they could use for their branding, and this was based on their results. So each result had a different color palette attached to it. And then they were enrolled in my nurture series, where I sent them a series of emails introducing myself and sharing more free tips on social media, landing paid brand deals, etc. They also received my weekly newsletters and emails So that list, they were well nurtured. And when my social media accounts were hacked and taken, I leaned even more into my list and I sent out more frequent emails. So when it came time to actually launch my course, I had an extensive list of people who were interested and primed to buy. And that is how I had an incredible first launch. And my launch had no bells and whistles. I didn't do a free challenge. I didn't do a free masterclass. I did no social media promotion beforehand because I had no accounts. They had been hacked and taken away. I literally just launched that course to my list and boom, sales came rolling in. So before you launch, think of an irresistible lead magnet that will bring the right people to your email list. Then nurture them so they are ready to buy when you launch your course. With that being said, I have a free course creation starter guide and checklist you can download right now to help you get started. Again, this is in the show notes. Click the link in the show notes to download the 15-page free guide so you can get started right now. The third mistake is not having a pre-launch plan to create hype and interest. Not only should you be building your email list, you need to have a social media marketing plan to prime your audience, especially if you are pivoting from one business to another. If your audience is used to you talking about blogging and blogging tips, 
then they're already pretty primed for the announcement that you are creating a course on blogging. But if you have never talked about blogging or offered blogging tips on your social media, your audience probably doesn't view you as the blogging expert. Therefore, when you announce your course, they are going to be blindsided and less likely to be interested in buying from you. I recommend creating a 30 to 60 day pre-launch marketing plan to create that hype and interest. Spend this time offering free tips and value on your social media so that you establish yourself as an expert. Show some behind the scenes work in your stories without explicitly sharing what you are working on. This creates curiosity and intrigue. So you can do some stories of you working on your computer and say something big coming, working on a secret project. You wanna create that mystery, You want to make it known that you have something big and exciting coming soon, but you don't want to spill the beans too early. People are nosy, so you want to get them interested. You want to tease them a little bit so that they will keep coming back to your page and your stories to find out what the secret project is. I also recommend having some sort of launch event, whether it's a free challenge or a webinar or a masterclass to bring in leads and convert them. So that requires marketing as well. Now, as I said, I didn't do that with my first launch, primarily because my social media accounts were hacked and gone, so I was dealing with that. But had I done a full-blown launch, I would have been more successful. So every course that I've created after that, I have had a big launch event, a challenge, a webinar, a masterclass, all of those things. And that has proven to be much more successful and profitable. Anyway, the moral here is give yourself time, at least 30 days, to create interest, hype, and establish yourself as a credible expert. I know it's tempting to just create something and then get it out there, but if you give yourself more time to really generate that list of warm prospects, to create that excitement, to let it be known, to create that awareness, you're going to have more success. And before we move on, this episode is brought to you by Kajabi, the platform I use to host my courses, collect all of my payments, host my sales page, my opt-in pages, and do all of my email marketing. It literally does everything for my business. And it is what I hands down recommend to anyone who wants to create courses or funnels that bring in consistent leads or anyone who just wants to up-level their business because it is a one-stop shop. I've included a link in the show notes for you to get a two-week free trial to test it out. So if you wanna give it a trial run, and fall in love with it like I did, click that link to set your business up for success. And now mistake number four, not focusing on the transformation your course will provide. When marketing your course, you want to promote the results your students can expect instead of all the things inside the course. I've shared this tip before in several episodes, but the biggest mistake marketers make is focusing on what the customer will get, the tangible items that they're purchasing, instead of selling them on the transformation or the results they'll experience. We don't buy a workout program because we want the workouts. We buy the program because we want to lose 20 pounds, have more energy, feel sexier, look hot in our clothes. 
And the same goes for marketing your course. Sure, the modules, the workbooks, the calls, the resources are important to mention, but the main focus should be on what life will be like after your students complete the course. What will change for them? What will be different and better? What will they experience? Using the phrase imagine is really powerful here. For example, if you're teaching a course on growing your Instagram, imagine what it will be like to wake up to new followers every single day. Imagine what it will feel like to hit that 10K mark and finally get the swipe up feature. Imagine what having an engaged audience of the right people will do for your business. So when you go to make your marketing plan, make an extensive list of all of the benefits and feelings your students will experience after your course and focus on highlighting those in your marketing. Again, you want to mention the tangible things they will get when they purchase, but your main messaging should really be on the transformation and the results that they can expect. And lastly, mistake number five is not going all in because of imposter syndrome. Maybe you're worried what people will think. Maybe you're afraid that you don't have what it takes to be the expert. Maybe you're terrified of putting yourself out there and putting your course out there. Maybe you feel like an imposter and you're worried what people will say. That they'll say, who are you to think you can do this? Or who is she to think that she's an expert? And girl, I feel ya. Imposter syndrome is completely normal. And even millionaires at the top of their games experience imposter syndrome. But if you don't go all in, if you don't play big, if you don't put yourself and your course out there, it will flop. You can't say, I'm just going to send a few emails and see how people respond. Or, I'm just going to make a post and see how it goes. As I said earlier, you have to create a ton of hype and interest. And that takes going all in. All in with posts, emails, stories, challenges, all the things. The reality is, you just need to have a slight edge over your students. Many refer to it as the 10% edge. You just need to be 10% ahead of where your students are. Your first course doesn't have to be a compilation of your life's work or what you have a PhD in, and you don't need a PhD in order to be a successful teacher or course creator. You just need skills and knowledge that you want to share, skills and knowledge that others are seeking. And sure, people will judge you. For sure, they'll judge you when you aren't successful and you're just starting out. They might think or say, who is she to create a course? But guess what? They'll also judge you when you're successful. There's no winning. So stop worrying about what other people will think. My mantra for the past six years has been, I can't pay my bills with other people's opinions. I learned real quick to stop caring about what others were saying or thinking about me. Now, with that being said, there are going to be way more supporters than haters. People will celebrate you, cheer you on, congratulate you, and buy your course even if they don't need it, just because they like you and they want to support you. So focus on those people. Focus on the people you will help through your course. And when that imposter syndrome and doubt creeps in, remind yourself of what a badass you are. Remind yourself that you have gifts and talents and knowledge to share with others and forge ahead. But whatever you do, don't play small. 
Don't dip your toe in the water and then expect a phenomenal launch. That will fail and then you'll be discouraged. Instead, go all in. Proudly pimp out your course and push your imposter syndrome aside. So to recap, the five mistakes to avoid when creating and launching your course are number one, not doing market research to see what your audience needs and wants. Number two, not nurturing your list or having a list. Number three, not having a pre-launch plan to create hype and interest. Number four, not focusing on the transformation or the results your course will provide. And number five, not going all in because of imposter syndrome. If you haven't joined my free course creation challenge, enroll through the link in the show notes and we will be diving into so much more. The goal is for you to walk away from that challenge with a profitable course topic and launch plan. So secure your spot now. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please take a screenshot and tag me at Ashley underscore Lachlan. Tell me what you thought of the episode. Let me know if you are thinking of creating your own course and what topic you're thinking of or what fears you have and we'll chat about it. And most importantly, get out there and make those money moves. And side note, you may have heard my daughter yelling in the background during that recap and outro, but this is life as a mom in business. So I apologize for any distractions, but this is the reality of my life. <laughs>